Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative. They do much more than keep the lights on for you. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. I'll tell you what, two weeks from today, two weeks from today, and actually even earlier, I will be set up. We are going to be live broadcasting from the SHOT Show down in Las Vegas. And the SHOT Show is basically, you know, the world's biggest gun and outdoor gear show. And it's just incredible. I mean, it's a massive trade show. You run into all sorts of folks uh, from the gun industry, the outdoor industry, uh, protective gear, ammunition, you name it. And uh, But you also run into a lot of Montanans down there, not only that are involved in, in all of the industries that I just mentioned, but you run into folks from our Montana Business Attraction Office that are working to bring these types of industries here to Montana and to, to promote and support the ones that already exist in Montana as well. And then, uh, what, about six months ago, uh, we were uh, we were at the Governor's Cup in in the Flathead Valley and got a chance to, to mingle with a lot of folks who were there for that big event. And uh, and once again, I, I get to see folks uh, who are who are working to bring in uh, some some very cool businesses here to Montana. And uh, and anyway, when I'm in the Flathead last summer, I run into this great guy, and I forget who introduced me uh, to him and his team. But they said, "Hey, Aaron, you got to meet you got to meet uh, Mr. Mansoor over here, Andy Mansoor." Uh, he's got a really cool ammunition company, and, and they're looking at doing something in eastern Montana. You know, keep it under the wraps for right now, but they're looking at doing something. And so, you know, we traded contact info, had a great conversation, and boom, just like that, they're doing something in Montana. Uh, thanks to our business attraction office, the work of the governor, and more. And and they're doing it in eastern Montana Glendive, Montana, big announcement that just came out yesterday. We've got uh, the CEO of Brickstill Defense, Andy Mansour, now with us here on Montana Talks. Uh, Andy, an honor to have you on this show, and uh, congratulations. This is just huge news for Montana and Glendive in particular. Well, thanks so much, Aaron. Thank you for having us. We're, we're excited to be in Montana, and we're excited to be, uh, to be part of your show. And you're in Glendive right now, I'd imagine. Is that where you're having this job fair at this morning? Uh, that is correct. I'm actually uh, here in Glendive uh, right now. We're uh, we're uh, you know actively seeking uh, and doing a job fair here, uh, trying to you know bring on uh, on the talent so we can uh, hit the ground running. So if we've got listeners in Glendive, Montana, right now that are saying, "Wait a minute, there's an ammunition company that's creating jobs in Glendive, Montana. I'd love to work for an outfit like that." Where do they come see you? Um, yeah, we're at the Chamber of Commerce here. Um, you know, in um, and uh, you know, they're, um, we've got a good crowd here right now, but we welcome uh, our other uh, uh, you know, people that are interested. Right there on the main drag. Yeah, right there on the yeah, main drag. Right. You can meet the CEO of the company and find out how to, how to apply for a job and more. All right, well, Andy Mansour, stand by. We're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll talk more about your business and what this means for, for Glendive, for Dawson County in eastern Montana. The governor celebrating this $125 million investment in Dawson County. And these guys uh, manufacture everything from 9 mil to 50 cal ammunition. So very excited about hearing more right after this. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. 
This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, very cool. I was catching up with uh, CEO Andy uh, Mansour from Brickstill Defense. He's going to be at the SHOT Show, too, in a couple of weeks, uh, along with more members of his team. So we're, we're looking forward to seeing uh, more of the team uh, down at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas here in just a couple of weeks. But Andy Mansour, tell us about Brickstill Defense. It, you know, the governor, of course, touting this $125 million investment in Dawson County. The Dawson County Economic Development Council uh, also, uh, you know, touting this, uh, very excited uh, to announce the ribbon cutting for Bristol Defense as well. Uh, and the initial 65 jobs that this will bring to Glendive alone, um, just remarkable news uh, for Glendive, Montana. What do you want to tell folks about your company, uh, uh, you know, across the state? So, yeah, I think, um, as, as, you know, we're defense. I'm uh, a uh, contractor who are, who are basically wanting to support our defense industrial base. Um, you know, with everything that's going on around the world, there's, uh, there's a great demand and a need for, for, for expansion and uh, more partners in this space. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's where we are. And, uh, you know, and we're um, as, as, as a company. So you build you build everything from nine mil to fifty caliber ammunition, and you pr- provide this for our incredible United States Armed Forces. I love the tagline on your website: "Delivering the best to the very best." That is correct. Yep. So we're um, you know our first phase here uh, is to actually start anywhere from nine uh, from nine going all the way up to uh, to fifty cal. Our expansion plans, uh, which are the larger ones, is basically to um, to get into, uh, you know, put together a facility where we do everything from primers, um, all the way up to, uh, you know, uh, medium and larger, uh, mortar cows. Um, and that's, uh, we're, we're in the works to look for, uh, a good house for that facility. So we're looking up to 500 acres and we're working with some of the realtors in, in the state to be able to find, find a, good, a permanent home for this project. Well, I know you and I, I, I got to meet you in the Flathead Valley, the beautiful Flathead Valley last summer, and, and you were talking about how you wanted to set up shop in, in eastern Montana, and I was telling you, man, I just love eastern Montana, and the people uh, are just incredible, And but oftentimes companies don't even look at, at rural Montana or eastern Montana. Why not only Montana, but why eastern Montana? We want to make an impact in the community. We want to be the, you know, uh, the, the good Samaritan and a good citizen. And eastern Montana is just beautiful. It's vast. Uh, people are very welcoming across the state, but eastern Montana is uh, is just not any different from that. And uh, and we felt we could, you know, have the the, the largest impact in here, uh, over here in this part of the state. And that's, um, you know, um, we everybody we've talked to um, across the state. Uh, and in the eastern Montana is is very excited for us, and it just uh, it's, it's very heartfelt and heartwarming, um, you know, for us to to see that that we are going to make uh, you know impact in people's lives and, and and stuff. So that's it goes a long way compared to you know just being another company. You know, it's it's about giving back. 
It, well, and, that, and then that breeds loyalty to the company and to the brand and to the product and the pride that goes behind manufacturing what's going to go in the in the you know in the hands and in the firearms of our U.S. military service members in defense of this country. Uh, you were telling me you're, you've already got a facility that that Brickstill Defense will be working from in Glendive, and but then eventually you, you're looking to do more and, and expand elsewhere across Montana as well. I, I did see the governor w- uh, uh, shared here that uh, you're going to be partnering with another incredible company here in Montana, which is uh, based in Stevensville, Alpha Loading Systems, which is a uh, you know well-known, uh, good reputation company. That is correct. So, um, you know, we were uh, looking at Alpha before we came into the state, and uh, I think that's uh, they're known in the industry for, for everything that they do, and we're excited to partner up and, and you know, create more within the state. Uh, you know, so the more, uh, you know, Alpha has been a good partner for us, and uh, we're excited to have their machines, and we'll probably be, uh, I think we've outgrown the existing ones, and we'll probably be getting some more uh, from them. And then will the will the ammunition that you manufacture there, or the products that you're manufacturing there, will it be loaded out via freight? Because obviously railroad jobs have historically been very important in Glendive as well. And and we have, you know, so I, I guess, is that, will it go out via rail or through a number of different uh, uh, means? Uh, there'll be def- a number of different means as, as it'll go out, depending upon where it's going. Um, and uh, But we have been working very closely with BNSF and, and the railroad and stuff like that. Just, uh, you know, and they've been, uh, been with us, uh, you know, strategically as we've been looking um, at, uh, at locations. So it'll be going out with two different means, but rail is, is definitely one of them. Well, this is very exciting news. I know I, I, you know, every February I get to Glendive for the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo. And, you know, and we're always talking about, hey, economic development. And the, the late, great uh, Big Bruce Smith, who was always a big part of the Gate Show, was always saying, hey, Glendive can do this. Glendive can do that. And coming up with ideas. And boom, here's something big happening in Glendive. It's just uh, such great news. Andy Mansour, Brickstill Defense. Uh, hey, thanks for your investment in eastern Montana. Thanks for joining us on Montana Talks. Thank you so much for having us. I look forward to uh, seeing you at SHOT Show, and uh, we'll, we'll have more, more uh, uh, grander discussions there. Definitely, yeah. We'll see your team at the SHOT Show. Oh, yeah, real quick. If, if people want to show up at your job fair going on right now at the Chamber in Glendive, how soon would they get put to work, potentially? Uh, so we're uh, looking to get started here in February. So the machines are getting delivered, and, uh, and so we're probably uh, you know, somewhere in February we'll be, we'll be looking to get started. So, um, you know, we're, we're actively going through... Uh, collecting uh, resumes here and uh, locally and stuff like that and you know probably talking to some uh, you know uh, and and uh, having people in place so we can we can get going as soon as as soon as we can that's incredible just in time for the uh, for the Glendive Agritrade Expo all right Andy Mansour an honor to chat with you thanks again we'll see you in a couple of weeks at the SHOT Show down in Las Vegas where we'll be uh, yeah for three days live shows live coverage Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, you know, uh, earlier this week, uh, we had a ton of fun on, on Tuesday's show. We had John Jackson, the joker from Twitter, uh, with us in studio. And, and we there's a lot of jokes, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, he's a retired federal law enforcement officer. Uh, he served in places like Afghanistan, uh, you know, and, and I served in Afghanistan as, you know, with the military, but he was there as a federal law enforcement officer. Uh, so anyway, 
it's a ton of fun whenever we have him on the show, but especially uh, he's able to come down and sidekick with us for the SHOT Show. So when we're at the SHOT Show here in a couple of weeks with Montana Talks, uh, we're going to have a ton of fun. John Jackson, the Joker, will be sidekicking with us. But, you know, with his with his federal law enforcement background, you know, it, he's just a natural fit for something like the SHOT Show and all the guns and gear and and self-defense uh, companies that we get a chance to chat with. And then it's kind of a who's who uh, of politics down there as well. I mean, you'll see you know, members of the Trump family just cruising around, checking out the guns and gear. Sebastian Gorka. Gorka here. Gorka was there. We got to chat with Sebastian Gorka. Uh, Tom Gresham from the Gun Talk radio show. Got to catch up with him, and that guy's incredible. And so, ton of fun. But the, but the other big reason why I, I had always wanted to go down to the SHOT Show and, and the fact that we got this exclusive invite to broadcast live from the SHOT Show uh, was so cool um, is because it's not just, you know, the cool guns and gear. It's the Montana businesses that you get to see down there. And the potential Montana businesses that you get to see and interact with down there. In fact, in this uh, press release where Governor Greg Gianforte was welcoming Brickstill Defense to Montana, $125 million investment projected to create over 350 good-paying jobs, the governor said this, Montana is proudly home to over 150 innovative firearms and ammunition businesses, the highest per capita in the country says we're thrilled to welcome Bristol Defense to Big Sky Country and appreciate the ammunition leader's investment in our state and people. Bristol Defense manufactures munitions and propellants for the U.S. Armed Forces and its allies through its new ammunition manufacturing, manufacturing facility in Glendive. The company is projected to create over 350 good-paying Montana jobs by 2028. And in the press release, Andy Mansour, the CEO of Brickstall Defense, who we just spoke with here live on Montana Talks, uh, said, quote, in an era where outsourcing is commonplace, we choose to invest in the heart of our nation. We are proud to announce this $125 million investment in Montana. Well, uh, joining us now on the show, and then in just a few minutes, we'll open up the phone lines for you and anything and everything you want to talk about. But first, we certainly want to get reaction from our friends in Glendive. We've got Jason Stewart, the executive director for the Dawson County Economic Development Council, uh, with us on the phone lines right now. Jason, man, I, I tell you what, you've got to be very excited about this news. We we are very excited, Aaron, and, and thanks for having me on this morning. Um, this, this is just great news for not only for Glendive, but for our region, our region of Montana, uh, you know, these a lot of these jobs that this uh, facility is going to create, the, the initial 65 that's going to create, and then, as you mentioned, uh, uh, assuming everything that goes according to plan, eventually, you know, in a few years, we'll have a lot more than that. Uh, you know, we're, it's going to be drawing uh, workers uh, to Glendive from around the region, from around eastern Montana, so it creates an opportunity for not just people in Glendive, but people in Terry, people in Weibo, people in Sydney, Miles City, Baker, uh, Circle, all these little towns around here, you know, it's just, it's a tremendous win, not just for our community, but for the surrounding area as well. And so, yeah, we're absolutely thrilled. Um, you know, I've, I've lived in Glendale for 10 years, now, actually 11 years, 11 years this month. I'm, actually, today might actually be my 11, uh, my 11 year anniversary since I first arrived in Glendive. And, um, for most of that time, we've seen a lot of jobs go out the window. Um, BNSF has, 
severely curtailed its operations in Glendive. They closed down the roundhouse uh, with the lot with the uh, you know the depression of the Bakken oil field. We saw a lot of, of that business go away. Uh, so in the last decade, we've lost uh, you know probably a couple hundred jobs out of Glendive. Uh, all all things told, uh, so so getting this here is just a real shot in the arm for our community and our region and we we could not be more thrilled with it well yeah i know you know we've we get to glendive it you know uh, on more occasions than just for the gate show but but specifically when we when we come to town for the glendive agri trade expo i mean it's all you know i remember the the late great big bruce smith who was the longtime extension agent there yep. he was always talking you know economic development man we could have this kind of a manufacturing and that kind and we could do this with a potato facility and just a, he was just such a visionary guy and and so that's why i just think of that to think like that's how much glendive and dawson county has been looking for opportunities just like this been, and now you got it it's great now we got it and like i said we've been we've been looking for a long time and and i think that you know uh, it, it it was a long a long winding road to to get brickstale here but uh you know from the outset uh, i think we were able to show andy and his team that uh, Glendive really does have a lot going for it for, for companies looking for uh, a place to set up shop and set up a home and, and especially companies like, like his. Um, you know, we, we've got great transportation access. We've got, we're on the interstate. We've got rail access. Um, we're in a great part. Uh, we're kind of centrally located between a lot of, um, major endpoints. Uh, we are, you know, we have a great, uh, Great community, uh, hardworking people, great work ethic. Um, so there's a lot of great reasons why, you know, some people might not think it right off the top of their head, but towns like Glendive and Glendive in particular, we, we really are well situated to, uh, to house and, and be home to businesses like this. And of course, our hope is that with Brickstell having come in, um, you know, that that success will beget more success and that uh, other companies will take a look at Glendive and say, hey, you know what, they, they really got something going there and we'd like to be, be in on that. I was going to say, yeah, I could see how, how this could, you know, other folks in the in the gun uh, you know, space might say, "Hey, this this ammo, this ammunition manufacturer is there. Maybe we could put our other piece there." I mean, it's like like Lewistown. I mean, they had they've had some great manufacturers there, and then other manufacturers like, "Man, this place is kind of a hub. Maybe we want to be there as well." What what I lo- I love uh, two two other big things about this announcement for Glendive in particular is one, as you know it, you know, in farm and ranch country and in rural Montana. You know, there's fewer and fewer people that are needed to work the farm or the ranch like it used to be back right. in the day. So, yeah. so one kid might might stay and run the ranch. Well, what's the other kid going to do? What are the other kids going to do? And exactly. And a manufacturing announcement would be great news. It would be big news regardless of the type of company. But the fact that this is a firearms ammunition business, man, people, that we're all about guns and gear and ammo here in Montana. So I could see yeah. a lot of people that would be really excited to work for a company like this and be able to stay home in Glendive. Oh, oh absolutely, Aaron. I mean, uh, that's the other thing about this business is you, I mean, you could not make a more perfect match between an industry and a community than, than a company like Brickstell and Glendive. Um, you know, an ammunition manufacturer, Department of Defense contractor, uh, you know, here in Glendive and, and all across eastern Montana and really across the whole state, you know, we have one of the highest percentages of, uh, of resident veterans in the country. Uh, gun ownership and hunting and shooting sports are just ingrained in our culture and are a very important part of our culture. 
And so it really is kind of a match made in heaven um, between our community and, and our region and our state and, and this and this industry. It really is. You you just couldn't ask for a better match. Um, and yeah, like you said, it, you know, uh, the defense defense contractors in particular, you know, that they they tend to cluster together. <laughs> so um, in terms of you know maybe being a future hub for other defense manufacturers, uh, that would be. Uh, that would be a dream of mine for Glendive. I mean, that would be a fantastic um, outcome for Glendive to end up with several here uh, following on following up on Brickstell. So, well, and one thing we're uh, seeing across the country is, you know, a lot of these, you know, these gun and ammo manufacturers, these types of of gun industry businesses. Uh, you know, ammo manufacturers, they literally have a target on their back in some of these blue states and in blue cities. And so so they're thinking, man, if we don't get out of here, uh, they're going to try to take it. So they're looking for for um, for more freedom loving states for their industries. And that's what Montana is now. The other thing I, lo- I love about this is, you know, we, we all know it. We talk about it all the time. The the explosive growth that Montana has been seeing, especially in the bigger towns, the Billings, the Bozeman's, the, the Kalispell's, and a lot of it happening in the western part of the state in particular, right? Um, and, and yet parts of rural Montana haven't seen that explosive growth. So when we see a big news announcement like this in what is considered rural Montana, I, I like it from that standpoint as well because it's a, it, it goes right at that imbalance that, that we might see in the state. Well, there, there is an imbalance, that's for sure. You know, you're right about that. But, you know, we, we hope that more people will see Glendive, you know, through this, both coming here for jobs for Brickstell and hopefully others that come in. But, you know, we have a lot to offer in this community. You know, we're, we're right on the Yellowstone River. We've got Montana's largest and most spectacular state park uh, right next to our city limits in Nicosia State Park. Uh, just, be- a, just a beautiful landscape, clean air, clean water, no traffic. Um, we really are a great community and a great place to call home, and uh, we hope more and more people and more and more companies will discover that about about Glendive and in this part of Montana in general. That you know the, the the state doesn't start at Billings. You know it doesn't start with a mountain start. There's a, this whole other part out here uh, that has its own unique character, and, and yes, it's rural, but it, it's got a lot of natural beauty. It's got a lot of opportunities for outdoor recreation, uh, hunting, fishing, hiking, biking, camping. Uh, nice you can even go. Uh, you're into. You can acquire your own caviar. Are they still selling caviar at the Chamber of Commerce there? Well, you know what? That is actually that has gone away. That one went away. Oh, okay. That one went away. Yeah, they they weren't able to make that work anymore. And I so, think we're okay with that. We don't need caviar. We'll can, we'll stick with beef and burgers. Yeah, <laughs> you can still go catch a paddlefish though, and and you can ask them to process the caviar for for you, believe. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, Jason Stewart, congrats uh, to the Dawson County Economic Development Council and uh, and and all the folks, all our friends in Glendive and Dawson County. Great news. Thanks for joining us on the show this morning, and uh, have fun at the job fair today. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. Have a good day. All right, we'll see you soon. We, we plan on getting there uh, here within a month uh, after our SHOT Show coverage in Las Vegas here in a couple of weeks. Phone lines are open for you after this. This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. This week, I'm in Austin, Texas, attending Potato Expo 2024. It's been great catching up with seed potato producers from Ronan, Amsterdam, and Manhattan, and from across the entire nation. Potato Expo is the largest conference and trade show for the potato industry and has always been a place where growers, suppliers, and industry experts come together to connect, grow, and share ideas. Bob Mativi Farms in the San Luis Valley of Colorado 
and he serves as vice president of the National Potato Council, who hosts Potato Expo. Well, there's so many different exhibitors here bringing all kinds of new things to the industry available to, to growers and shippers, packers. So it's a great opportunity to come and see what's out there in the marketplace. It's a good opportunity to get together, learn from other growers, see what's going on, find out what's happening within their industry on a broad scale, not just around your own growing area. So it's, it's a, you know, a great time to get everybody together and rekindle those relationships and just see what's out there. Aside from the impressive trade show, a lot of great speakers ranging from artificial intelligence and agriculture, finance, interest rates, international trade, you name it, they're covering it. I'm Lane North Blonde. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, there you go. There you go. Your biggest business news of the day, uh, of the week, really. Uh, one of the biggest uh, business news stories of the year. We got a chance to catch up with the CEO right here on Montana Talks. Hey, and now we've got the phone lines open for you. Anything and everything you want to talk about here on Montana Talks. Uh, you know me. I've, I've got a stack of stuff here of stuff that I could talk about. I got a whole bunch of things I want to talk about, but the show is called Montana Talks. We want to hear from you, and we want you to get a chance to be heard all across Montana. So what do you think we should talk about? What? Where should we start? Where should we go first? I mean, it's been a big 24-hour news cycle. Yesterday, Montana Attorney General Austin Knutson was testifying on Capitol Hill yesterday morning, just before we kicked off our pro, our statewide show here. Uh, in the impeachment hearing for uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and we had the audio for you yesterday. And then in the last 24 hours, you had Hunter Biden continue to defy a congressional subpoena and then stage this uh, circus act uh, on Capitol Hill. You had the Trump town hall on Fox News last night. Chris Christie drops out of the presidential race and then gets caught in a hot mic moment. And uh, and then on some other network, you had uh, uh, Nikki Haley and uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, taking part in a debate. So uh, anyway, what do you want to talk about? Give us a call, 406-294-0970. First up, let's go to Travis in Summers, Montana. Travis, great to hear from you. How are you doing? Uh, doing great, great show. Um I would like to mention, uh, I, me and everybody believes that Donald Trump's going to be our nominee, even though the left uh, just fears that. But uh, I think uh, who would his running mate be and um, the vice president? And I think it should be, number one, Christy Nome. Uh, she's deeply red state. Everyone loves her. Um, she's a very smart lady. Um, she passed comparable uh, abortion laws and to not let transgender guys play on women's teams and an all-around, uh, you know, country girl um, and a very lovely lady, too, on top of that. And number two, Tim Scott, uh, everybody in Congress loves him. Um, you know, he's a very nice guy, very, very well uh portrayed you know in the media and that i would think so anyway and uh either one of those two would just send the democrats into fear mode um 
because I think one of Trump's uh, the two biggest constituents of uh, his voting is uh, you know not getting enough women voters and not getting enough voters of color, and I think uh, either one would be a great choice. But yeah. Chris, Christie, number one. You know, that's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah, Christie and and not uh, New Jersey Governor <laughs> Chris Christie, of yeah, course. Yeah, I meant yeah. Christie. No, no, I know. We you got know. you. Yeah, I just had to laugh about yeah. that one because uh, the yeah. uh, the remarks by Trump about, about Chris Christie last night during the town hall yeah, I heard were that. hilarious. Funny. Oh, that was yeah. hilarious. So, you know, I'm not a betting man. Like, I'll be in Las Vegas in two weeks for the SHOT Show. And it's funny. I, I you know, I went to Las Vegas for, you know, Cowboy Christmas during the National Finals Rodeo. This will be, I think, our third year at the SHOT Show. And I don't even think I've sat at, at one machine or, or gambled once because <laughs> I'm just not, I, it's just not my thing. I, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, now, I might grab a cigar and go, go, you know, go walk across the casino floor. But but I'm, I, I'd rather go check out the guns and gear, right? But, but I'm not a betting man. But if I were... I would bet that the South Dakota Governor Christy Nome is who is who uh, who who it would likely be as Trump's running mate at this stage of of the game because maybe six months or so ago you could have thought Nikki Haley. I mean, she did a great job as UN ambassador yeah. for Trump, but 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 you know, uh, I think Christy Nome has wisely stayed out of of the you know what went up becoming kind of a circus uh, uh, amongst the rest of the Republican presidential candidates. Yeah, and I'd like to try to hear him, uh, like, bash her on any of her policies, because her, her state, I mean, it's, it's South Dakota and Montana, too, but South Dakota is, it, like, I think number three in uh, um, the lowest unemployment, and, uh, you know, behind uh, North Dakota and I forget the other state, but, I mean, they're all so close. I mean, very low unemployment, and they're... Uh, Getting, you know, uh, if you have a contract, uh, you can go work in that state, and they'll honor it until you can uh, apply for a uh, uh, South Dakota contractor's license. And all kinds of benefits uh, that she's attracting these people that are sick in New York and California. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, she was at the Shot Show a couple of years ago, so uh, she's been uh, big on gun rights. And uh, yeah, I got to meet her at several events. The Safari Club uh, convention was going on. SCI was going on at the same time, so I, it was funny. I kept running into her all over the place. I'm like, I went to her her staffer and her security. I'm like, guys, I'm not uh, following. I just we ended up being at all the same events, but uh, yeah. um, but you know, yeah, big on agriculture. I mean, I mean, when she uh, you know goes into the national finals rodeo waving that american flag on horseback uh you know those that's some powerful imagery yeah you know and then like john tester um that claims he's a cowboy or something if you've ever read her book not my first rodeo which i have i mean she really is a a, a horseman you know uh aquarian uh you know she she knows her farming she she really is that yeah well, she, yeah, you know, most of her day job is, is being governor, just like, you know, Tester's, well, now, Tester's day job up. is to be, uh, yeah, t- yeah, um, well, in, in fairness to Tester, I don't think he, he's ever pretended to be a, a, a rancher or a cowboy, um, but, 
but but the farmer stick okay maybe that worked in 2006 but man what you know what you're doing uh to you know to you know butchering our economy butchering our southern border uh i mean throwing it all into the meat grinder like we talked about earlier this week it's just horrendous so the the old dirt farmer uh stick isn't going to work as you're running the country into the dirt hey uh great to hear from you thanks for listening i i, I love summers montana spent a lot of summers there with my grandparents as a kid so great to hear from you um the other thing about christy Nome, remember when the covid craziness started and uh and she 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 refused to bow down to the covid lockdown crazies from day one i one of these days i want to go back and, and look through my old tweets from 2020 you know it'll be like the tweets of 2020 and and we'll we'll look at everything we were saying in 2020 when we were calling this nonsense out and how we were right and they were wrong and we were standing up to them. And yeah, because remember, they had they had COVID went through that uh, that meatpacking plant in South Dakota. And so the COVID tyrants were oh, Christy Nome. She's letting people be free. She's killing people. And then COVID went through everybody else, everywhere else. And they stopped talking about Christy Nome and COVID-19 very quickly. But she never bowed down to those tyrants. Mario in Glendive. Hey, great to hear from you, Mario. Uh, yeah, what do you think of this big news about Brixtel Defense setting up shop in Glendive? Thank you for taking my call, Aaron. Yes, I'm very excited about it. I'm a, I'm a tow driver for 44 years now, and I, ha- I had the uh, house mine endorsement, and I hold uh, ammunition, explosives, gas, diesel, crude oil for a long time, and a twi- having had a trade car, you're allowed to go to port and why not? You know, you have to be fingerprint and everything. But this is great news for any total. Always got a hazmat. Do not drop your hazmat. This is great news for you, my friend. So, so and from the trucking I, standpoint, I, great news for for local truckers. No, that's right because it might be exactly. long haul shipping uh, via truck, or it yeah. could just be you know stay at home, get home every night, and trucking ammo from here to the airport or here to the rail facility or whatever, right? Yes, sir, but you must have a house net endorsement on your CDL, or else you're not you're not allowed to. Oh, to transport qualify. ammo or or some of the other components. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. You must have a house net. Good point. Yeah. And, uh, th- that's a great news for the tour drivers all around here. The house net. I think it's great news. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and twenty-five million dollar investment in Montana. Are you still driving truck? <laughs> oh yeah, but I, I drove my house net four years ago. But I do drive for a good rancher here in Glendive. Uh, I, I don't like to, I don't think I mentioned anything because I, I should ask permission. <laughs> That's but right. I hold, I, I hold, I hold pipe to the Glend, I mean, of North Dakota, to the oil field. And I don't need hazmat for that. You know, I need H2S, and, you know. And truckers need some good news right now because, you know, things were going crazy for a while and trucking was up big time, but trucking's been down lately. So some good news for this truckers is, is, is big. This is good news. I love it. And, uh, yeah, my, my, uh, just the more reason I call to let everybody who's got a hazmat endorsement today on the CDL take advantage of this opportunity. It's a great money. You can make money and, you know, it's. Good reminder. The way to go. So yes, many, yes, yeah, so many other jobs and, op- and economic opportunities that come out of something like this, setting up shop there. I mean, you know, there's going to be companies that will be doing hazmat training courses, uh, right? Uh, so, yeah, a lot of different opportunities here. 
Mario, great to hear from you as always. I always enjoy getting phone calls from Mario and Glenda. I have one of our great Cuban-Americans who escaped communism and uh, lives in the land of the free. And always an honor to hear from you. we got Ed Butcher and Winifred, Mike in Bozeman. Look forward to hearing from you guys coming up after this. Phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970. Or you can send us a quick message on the Montana Talks app. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative, they do much more than keep the lights on for you. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we've taken you to Glendive. We've taken you to the Flathead. Let's take you to Winifred, Montana. Ed Butcher. Ed, is it, is it okay if we still call you Senator Butcher? Is that all right? Call me late for dinner. That's all I'm concerned about. <laughs> well, just don't make us late for dinner, and we won't call you late for dinner. There you go. There you go. Uh, I just wanted to throw a little comment in on this. Uh, you know, I was always, I've been a bit, really a major fan of this Christy Noem. I think she did some fantastic things as governor. The only little glitch that's going from what I've understood from some of the folks back there is that <clears throat> she's in the middle of a divorce right now. And I, don't, I seriously doubt if Trump will want to put her on the ballot, if that's in fact true. And uh, apparently she was having an affair with one of Trump's staff members. So uh, well, I remember I hearing that rumor. Did that ever actually get confirmed? I remember, you know, because people will say a lot of things. Did that ever get confirmed? Or uh... I talked to some people in South Dakota, and they said, yeah, that, that this was what was in the, in the work. I don't know. You know, you never know for sure, but... I think that something obviously is going to have to be checked into because that's one of the things that would really mess it up if, you know, for Trump to pick someone like that up if there is, in fact, that's what was a result of what's going on. But Well, I know uh, the one the, thing, I think the one, the one hiccup she's had politically was she initially had vetoed a bill to protect girls' sports at the, was it the collegiate I, level? She got hammered over that, but then she quickly corrected it, I think, in their next session, thankfully. So, uh, so at least she, she can claim that as a victory. Well, she's but, uh, been fantastic. I mean, I, she's a, uh, you know, would be a, I think, a very strong individual. She's very good. But, who would you, know, you like to see? A, that swamp in D.C. and a lot of that kind of stuff going on. And she apparently was, I think she was fairly high on Trump's list because I've heard talk from people inside that she would spend quite a little time down in uh, in uh, Florida, often on meeting with Trump and stuff. But when this thing kind of surfaced, all of a sudden I'm not hearing any more, anything else uh, coming about that uh, hmm. discussion now so who would you like to see ed for uh for the vice presidential pick for uh for donald trump well you know the thing that is i think an ideal one the problem is you know lake i think would be fantastic you bring a woman and we got to keep that senate seat if she can win that senate seat in arizona i think it's more important to have her in the senate than as vice president and uh the old uh what's his name is the old attorney uh secretary of state he would be uh he would be really good too mike pompeo yeah he he was incredible oh, he's yeah. secretary of state and cia oh. director uh yeah, and, and I think, you know, with regards to our previous caller out of Summers, uh, I mean, black voters are clearly starting to uh, starting to bail on the Democrat Party. 
Uh, but, you know, so maybe having a, a candidate uh, like a Tim Scott in there w- w- would help uh, help them bail in an even bigger way when they see the destruction of what's going on in inner cities right now, especially in New York City school kids getting kicked out of school. So, yeah, it's going to be a wild 24, that's for sure. Ed Butcher, great to hear from you. Uh, we're getting a little short on time, and I want to get to some more callers here, so I apologize. But ne- let's go next to uh, Mike in Bozeman. Mike, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Aaron, uh, your upcoming trip to uh, SHOT Show in Vegas, there's something I want you to do down there when you're there. Uh, back in May of this year, I was listening to Gun Talk Radio on a Saturday evening, and the guys were talking about this organization called John Brown, and they're shooting clubs, supposedly, and they're in about 35 states. But the thing of it is, is that they're all leftist Marxist type of organizations that are uh, th- that are associated with Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Uh, this John Brown name is a politically correct uh, name that provides him political cover because he was a a black guy who, back in the eighteen hundreds who was an uh, abolitionist, and I got my search engine. And got to looking at this uh, John Brown uh, bunch, and it's the internet is full of information, and YouTube has a bunch of video on those guys <clears throat> because they had a booth at the 2022 NRA Shot Show, and um, or the NRA Gun Show because the NRA uh, the the NSSF does the Shot Show, the NRA has the, has their own Gun Show, but they had a booth there. Well, that's that's interesting because I'll have to check with uh. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can find out because last year we were actually – you mentioned Gun Talk and the Gun Talk radio show. Last year at the SHOT Show, our booth was set up right next to the Gun Talk booth. And so and so we got to, to chat with Tom Gresham, So, uh, and I'm hoping we get to do that again this year. And so I'll try to take note of this or send me a message and remind me while we're down there uh, to, to go back to this topic to see uh, how some of these radical leftist groups might try to operate undercover. Uh, to uh, yeah, to uh, launch some of their activities. No, that's uh, that's very interesting. So thanks for calling in, Mike. Less than a minute to go. Let's sneak in one more caller. We got Lucas Schubert in Kalispell. Lucas, what did you want to share? Hey, I was just going to say, uh, well, uh, since you were talking about it earlier, Tucker is the one. He's the guy we got to get. But I was about the gun plant. You know, that is so good that we're getting that in here because not only does it make us more self-sufficient, you know, more uh, self-reliant, as well as uh, producing jobs. It's just something that's overall beneficial. We love to see that. Got to open one up in Flathead County, though, too, not just out east. Well, well I'm sure there, there's going to be more and more, uh, you know, gun industry folks setting up shop in the Flathead all the time. You know, you've already got some great ones there, of course. We've already got some great we ones do. In, in the Flathead, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, Tucker Carlson for VP, that's who you meant, right? Yep, yep, that's what I think he'd be the best. Um, you know, I think Trump's going to sweep the floor either way. All right, we got to hold it there. Thanks for the call.